welcome to the Art of Mathematics. I'm Carol Jacoby, and joining us today is Lawrence Odugwe, an Associate Professor of Mathematics at Manhattan College and an MLK Visiting Associate Professor in Brain and Cognitive Sciences at MIT. Welcome, Lawrence. Thank you very much, Carol. Yeah, it's good to be here. And um, I was very pleasantly surprised when you contacted me. And I'm like, yeah, I'd like to do this. Yeah. Good. I like good. podcasts. Well, <laughs> you are ready. Yes, I, I am. I contacted you because I was interested in your article about <laughs> music and mathematics, which seem to be mm -hmm. two very different things. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do you put the two of them together? Okay. First of all, I'm a mathematician and um, I'm a musician also. It took me a while to be able to consider myself a practitioner in both fields uh, because, you know, you got to get to a level of um, expertise before you are able to call yourself something. So I think it was actually maybe 10 years ago that I was able to call myself a musician. Um, but um, I, I, I've been doing both equally. I remember when I was, um, when I was maybe seven years old, when I was in um, second grade, I said to myself, I want to do two things and I'm going to pick one from each set. Listen, I wanted to be, I wanted to pick a career in either accounting or computer science. So one of accounting or computer science and one of acting and singing. So I, I you have how many permutations that I, I can be quickly calculated. So I could either be a computer scientist and a singer, a computer scientist and an actor, or uh, or a, an accountant and a singer, an accountant and an actor. So I've always wanted to do both. So right now I'm a musician and I'm a mathematician. So I didn't, I, I, I came pretty close, you know. Um, so to answer your question, I've been doing both. I've been doing both music and math and i would actually say i became a musician uh like a a real a, a legit musician before i became a legit mathematician in other words i formed my first band before i got my phd you know so i made money from music before i started making money uh, from math and since then i've been doing both kind of without thinking kind of effortlessly like it's like this is my one thing that I do, this another thing I do, just like people have kids, you know, having a kid is like a full-time job and then having a job that makes money is also another full-time job. So that's how I, how I see it as at this point in time. Yeah. Which one of those is your kids? Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you a, a different analogy. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I would say at this, I would say that I would say that music, uh, mathematics is my rich wife, you know, <laughs> not rich, a wife that works and makes money. And then music is like, it's like a girlfriend I have by the side that takes, <laughs> that I take the money from my wife and I, I use it to buy her gifts and she's never, never appreciative she just takes it in other words is it's music it requires a lot of money 
and I, I do mathematics, earn some money, and I spend it on music. But lately, I've reached a point where I, I'm, I'm actually beginning to make money again from music. You know, I just got a, a promotional deal somewhere in Nigeria and South Africa, and they are doing some promotional work with the hope that I will become a, an artist that I can make money off of. So maybe my girlfriend, music, is going to start earning money. <laughs> For the for the tree very soon, yeah. So that's one one analogy I use for it. So maybe I guess music. If you if you're gonna go with a child analogy, music would be the child because I cherish it so much and I'm so um protective of it. It's more it's more delicate and more sensitive. You know, if you if you leave it, it leaves you. You know, even though math math could be do the same thing if you stay away from from math uh, in, in, for a while, you forget everything. Like I was trying to do some quantum integration the other day and it took me forever to remember how to, <laughs> how to do, <laughs> how to do quantum integration, yeah. yeah. But you, you talked <laughs> about in your article about the, the relationship between these two fields. Yes, it's, I talked so about it's it. More, it's more than just your day job and your night yeah. gig. Exactly. There's there's and, some sort of relationship between them, and you and you made a case for universities looking more seriously at music from a mathematical viewpoint. Exactly. What exactly. What is that connection? The connection is that there's a lot of mathematics, a lot of pure mathematics in music, you know, and starting with just the use of the Fibonacci sequencing in um synthesizing notes or the use of starting as simple as just um, using fractions to measure timing in, in music, time signature in music. Um, I think that is something that needs to be encouraged to be explored. We need, we need to encourage more, more people who have the technical know-how to explore it. There are people already exploring it. I'm not one of them. You know, I wouldn't, I would never call myself a mathematical musician or a musical mathematician. That's not my field of study, you know, but I'm a musician who just do music to entertain people and a mathematician also. So I, I thought I should, um, I read a few articles that exposed me to a bunch of things, how you can use uh, abstract algebra is applied in, in, um, in, in, in music and all those things. So I said, huh, this is, this, I need to talk, I need for more people to listen to or to, to think about this with me. So that was why I wrote that AMS article. I haven't read it. The last time I read that article was when I submitted it about six months ago. So I don't even remember all the things I said. I said that, um, uh, yeah, but I was just making an argument for for um, uh, more exploration of mathematics in the field uh, of music. And I likened it to how mathematics, of course, mathematics is everywhere, but uh, you just mentioned that I'm um, visiting uh, associate professor at MIT in brain and cognitive science. I'm a mathematician and I do some work in neuroscience, you know, I talk to neuroscientists and I hang out with them 
to understand enough of what they do to extract math, to work on the mathematics, then to give them back to be able to solve their problems. And I think music is so universal that we shouldn't just ignore it and relegate it to, to um, entertainment, you know. Uh, if we if we think sit down and think of the role music plays in our life, like when we turn on our computers, the first thing we hear is music. You know, when we want to teach children how to, uh, when we want to uh, 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 put a baby to sleep, we sing to them lullaby and all those things. So if we start documenting all the things, all the good things that music do to our lives. We as mathematicians, just like we find our way in every other field to make that field better, those fields better, we should start finding our way into music and start trying to uh, to figure out how to make music more, extract more utility from music uh, with our expertise. And I make case for uh, a body like NSF to to uh, put this into consideration and to think more about funding uh, the intersection, the interfacing of music and mathematics. And it just doesn't have to stop at, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be too technical. It doesn't even have to be something too technical. It could start with just funding um, STEM uh, education, that uh, STEM education research that uh, uh, interfaces music uses how music can be used to to learn math more how music can be used to learn science more uh i think those are good places to start yeah how would you use math to learn math or use music to learn math starting with i oh this you put me in a spot that's it uh, there was a song i can't i can't sing it now like a song for the chain rule that I learned and a song for the product for the um for the uh, 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 quotient rule for for uh, quotient rule for finding derivative of a quotient product rule for finding the derivative of um a composed a function composition or a composed function um so that's a very uh, would I say elementary use of music because music sticks to the sticks to the brain so. Uh, we can just start with elementary school, fund a project, get good musicians, look at certain mathematical elements that can be taught that music can be used to, to make, make the, the learning of those elements more fun for these, these kids, you know? That is one very, very small place to begin, you know? Uh, and there are other things like I, when I hang out with musicians, with jazz musicians, um, they, ex they, they expose me to some little intricacies of the, and they believe that as a mathematician, oh, I could see this that they see, this mathematical phenomenon that they see in music, and I could do something with it. They believe me that I could do something with it. Sometimes I don't see it, but some other times I see it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is, this is interesting you know, uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, this time signature and this time signature, they mesh together and they give this kind of dissonance. And that is something that somebody could could explore mathematically. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That sounds very mathematical. Yeah. <laughs> when you're combining multiple time signatures, I could see group exactly. theory and so on. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Would you ever create music with a mathematical theme? Yes, um, I've actually, I've actually uh, done one, <laughs> and it lives on paper and in my brain. Um, there's this uh, musician, um, this saxophonist, Wayne Shorter. I don't know if you're familiar. He's a jack saxophonist. He just passed away, by the way. Um, whenever I listened, his music was the first um, tunes, first set of tunes that I started listening, and I, I, I hear something mathematical, not in terms of tangible. It's not tangibly mathematical to me. I can't just describe it, but the feeling, you know, is is mathematical. So, and I remember the first math course that I took as a sophomore that um, made me start thinking of being a professional mathematician was a um, number theory, it, it, an elementary number theory course, you know, and <laughs> it, I, it was very, like very simple things that, that I never paid attention to that were, ex were talked about in that course, like the, the, the prime numbers, for instance, was the building block of every number, you know, just the, the very simple fact that every odd number can be written as two times a number plus one, or an even number can be written as two times a, a number, and all those things. So, the, and that period was when I was actually listening to Wayne Shorter. And that was when I started writing lyrics to most to a bunch of melodies that he has, you know. And I called this set of lyrics um, "Footprints, Primes, Etc." Where does that come from? There's a song of his that I really like. It's called "Footprints." That is the only one I can. <laughs> I. I remembered how to play that. I don't even remember how to play it anymore. And then it has this album called Etc. ETC that I I I'm in love with every that's my favorite. That was my favorite album then. And back then I was I was studying uh, number theory and I I was obsessed with the 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 um, with prime numbers, with the properties of prime numbers and so forth. So I kind of wrote a bunch of lyrics to them, uh, to to his melodies. And um, I archived that. I think I should start working. I think I'm going to actually start working on them in, in maybe a year. So not this summer, but maybe next summer. I don't think it's going to be too accessible to, it's not going to be a dancey kind of, uh, <laughs> that's the kind of album, but it will be, it will be jazz, jazz folks are going to really enjoy it and mathematicians are going to enjoy it. And it's an entry point to doing more things um, that interface more, more musical things that bring together mathematics and music, you know? Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. I'm looking Thank forward you. to that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you got you. a keyboard right there. Is there part of it you could play for us or it's not that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you can, if you can hear. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I can play. Uh, I'm going to play something very simple. Uh, I probably should sing. Look at me. I am as helpless as a kitten up a tree. 
And I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud. I can't understand. I get misty. Just holding your hand. I get misty. Too misty and too much love. Sorry, okay. I, did, I didn't prepare for that. I didn't prepare for that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and my legs were so far from the pedal. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's misty by Erogana. Uh -huh. I, I, yeah, I love Erogana. Erogana, he grew up in, he's from Pittsburgh. And I spent a long time in Pittsburgh. It's like my second, um, my second, um, uh, would I say hometown, my second place of origin. I'm Nigerian originally. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to, to the U.S., that was the, the city I landed in. And I stayed there for 14 years. So I know everywhere in, in Pittsburgh. And I know I pay homage to the jazz greats who are from Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Is there any mathematics in Misty? Ooh, interesting. Mm, that's mathematics. <laughs> that's two five, two five, two five one are the chords. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh -huh. that's enough math to begin with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two chord, <laughs> the five chord, the the, the dominant seven um, uh, chord, and then the one. Yeah, that's a nice, and you can actually hear the resolve is mathematical to the ear. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, resolve like that sort of sounds like finishing a proof when everything Ooh, comes together. That is, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like, yeah, that's that resolve sounds like a QED. It's like a, yeah, a big right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, nice, nice QED. Awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Lawrence. This has been really oh, wow. fascinating. Thank you. Oh, okay, cool, cool. We've cool. never thank had anybody play the play the keyboard on on this podcast. On, <laughs> I hope you I hope you had enough of it. Like it's like my, my maybe my voice was probably louder than whatever I hear, but it's fine. It's 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 the the nat the natural feel of it that that I like. Thank okay. you so much. I really appreciate. Um, uh, you having me. Uh, you're a mathematician. I can I can tell. Right? Yes, you are a mathematician. Yes, okay. I am. Do you still you still practice or do you retire? <laughs> I'm semi-retired. The last thing I did was a book on the classification of abelian groups. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a lot of group theorists. I should, but. Uh, I went, I went the other way, I went towards applied math and then um, applied math and I went into neuroscience. I, I spent a long time, uh, like the, the one year I spent at MIT and the year before then, I spent almost two years not being a full mathematician, but being a, sci a scientist, you know, but the, the, the the crazy thing about that is being at a um, brain and cognitive science department at MIT, and then knowing that you're a mathematician, 
They expect you, they, they just believe, oh, that you already know what they know. And then any mathematical problem, they just throw it at you, you know. And I'm always like, I'm, tr I'm still trying to learn what you guys know. You guys know, I'm, I'm not an algebra, I'm not a group theorist. This is like a group theory stuff, or this is like a, an algebra, you know, like an intense algebra, algebraic structure that I can't even deal with. I, my, I'm dynamical systems guy, you know, they are throwing all these things at me because I'm a mathematician. It was fun and it, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a fun time. Yeah. Anyway, thank you again. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you so much. Fun. Yeah. No problem. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. We'd love to hear from you. If you have something you'd like to share on the air or a suggestion for a guest for a future show, leave a message at anchor.fm slash the art of mathematics with hyphens or email me at cjacobi at jacobiconsulting.com. And if you'd like to learn how to get answers from data, check out my class at excelfordecisionmakers.com. See you next month. Thanks for listening.